Have you ever been asked to do the one thing you dreaded most? Often we find ourselves stuck at a crossroads, the place in our journey when we realize that the old way of doing things is no longer working. Learning to pivot brings freedom in life and business. When life provided the opportunity, I left corporate America to start my first business in 2004 while raising my twins. In 2021, we left the only life we had ever known and moved across the country to start over. There were more questions than answers and the road ahead was unclear. However, we decided to let faith, not fear, be our compass. Today, we are building the life of our dreams. With my background in marketing and a decade in the photography industry, I know how to help entrepreneurs shine online and share their talents with the world. The opportunity to rebuild my business allowed me to transition into a role as a business coach and a personal brand strategist. Join us here each week where we share simple strategies to get you unstuck in life and business and on your way to living the life you've been dreaming of. I am your host, Shalini House, and this is the Educated, Empowered, Inspired Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Educated, Empowered, Inspired Podcast. I'm so excited to introduce you to our guest, Caitlin Durning. Caitlin is obsessed with all things Instagram, something about connecting with people, aka potential clients, all around the world really gets her going. And ever since realizing that massive potential, she knew she had to help others see the same. She spends her days hopping between client meetings, creating content, dreaming up strategies, recording episodes for her podcast, The End in Mind, and training students on Instagram lead generation. Otherwise, you can catch her hanging out with her guy and hanging out with Bailey, their little puppy, or reading up on the latest news from the stars because even though she knows what's coming next is going to be beyond great she likes a good teaser of what to expect from her favorite horoscopes caitlin we are so excited to have you back she was part of our launch she was on episode three that came out with us in the launch series so be sure you go back and click on the show notes and listen to that Uh, we also decided to have her back today because we wanted to do a deeper dive into the topic of Instagram because Instagram is just so many things that as a marketing coach, I get so many questions about. So I thought who else to have on than an Instagram expert who has a proven background. So we're going to talk a little bit about Instagram and all the ways that she uses it to uh, do lead generation in her business. So welcome, Caitlin. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. I know. So people are so excited. And so let's just jump right in. You are the owner of Meraki Media Management, which is your media company. Can you share a little bit about how you got there? Maybe where did you start? And just a little bit, give us a little insight into your journey. Yeah, absolutely. So I gave the full story on, you know, the intro of part one. So definitely go ahead and check that out if you want the full, you know, shebang. <laughs> Long story short, I launched an Instagram giveaway for a local nonprofit up where I'm located in the greater Philadelphia area. And we really just had a blow up campaign. We actually launched a giveaway and that was how we were able to grow them so rapidly. We went from 18,000 followers to 500,000 followers in a matter of three to four four or five weeks. Um, And a lot of those followers stuck around as well. So it was really exciting being able to build their audience for such a great cause at this local nonprofit. And then, you know, 
from there, it was kind of word of mouth, local businesses needed support with Instagram. This was six years ago now. So things were a little bit different, which I like to share. Building a business was a lot about networking face-to-face, which I still love. Actually, how I was introduced uh, to this show today with Shelly was through a networking person that I've met, you know, for years. So those long-term relationships have really helped me build the business. It it goes together, both the, the in-person and the online, and we can use them to complement each other. So, okay. So you have a great journey and I know that you've had a lot of pivots. So one of the things that we always like to talk about on this podcast is just tell us about a time maybe you were stuck or you didn't quite know how to move forward in your life and in your business. And what action did you take to maybe overcome that? And a lot of times when you're stuck, there's some imposter syndrome. You just kind of get, you know, you just get in your head. So tell us a little bit about maybe that time and what you did to move forward. Yeah. So a big thing that kept coming up for me was my age, you know, how old I am. And everybody would be like, well, that's perfect for Instagram. You know, you're in your mid twenties. That's what people want. And it was still like, well, I don't have the knowledge. I don't, I didn't work for a marketing firm. You know, I don't have that background. So who would trust me, you know, based off of this one giveaway. So having that imposter syndrome was very challenging for me to overcome. I actually combated it with a lot of like hustle culture mentality, just, you know, like pressing forward, doing all the things and ignoring my body, ignoring how I was really feeling underneath. And it ended up totally bubbling over. And now what I do for, you know, regulating my nervous system when I'm kind of crazy wackadoodle, which happens when you are an entrepreneur. Every day is different. You know, you never know what is coming next. Um, So I practice a lot of meditation, breath work, really just getting present into the moment is super important for me, especially when I'm with my family or friends, you know, work can really consume me. I'm a total workaholic. So (laughs) I have to be very mindful of when I'm being present and how I'm spending my time and energy. I think you just described half the, if not more, the entrepreneurial population, because that's part of it. When it's your baby and you love what you do, you can completely be consumed. And I know speaking from my own past, the hustle culture is, is, is a huge influence on the entrepreneurial space and having to learn to combat that and really dig deep and take care of yourself is a very valuable lesson but sometimes it takes maybe a pivot or something to realize that that old way of working, that hustle culture isn't working and you need to change. So thank you for sharing that. That's that's a that's going to be a valuable little story for all of our, our listeners to think back to when we're starting to, all of us still, even I find myself leaning back into that hustle culture. I'm like, wait a minute, got to step back and, and get into the, into the um, more of the, the mindset of just being and not so much doing. Yes. I love that. That's a huge mantra yes. with us, <laughs> yes. Okay, well, so let's talk about our favorite thing. Let's talk about Instagram. And I know you've mentioned you have been in Instagram for six years. So this is a journey that you've been on. And we've all watched Instagram change and ebb and flow. And I think one of the things that's a huge issue for a lot of people, especially my audience, since many of them are over 40 and did not necessarily grow up in the online social media generation is uh, 
What would you say to the entrepreneur that may have some resistance or overwhelm about what to do with Instagram? Like, where do I start? Um, am I really going to have to dance on reels? And, you know, it just doesn't feel authentic to them. So I, I see clients that won't even, they're like, no, no, they just shut down. And, and I think that again, back to your, your bio, there's so many people they're missing out on connecting with because they won't embrace that. So let's actually just back up there. Let's start with the entrepreneur who's maybe hesitant to even embrace a online strategy because they think they have to be doing all of the trendy things. What would you say to that entrepreneur? Throw out every single piece of advice you've been given about trends. You know, when you're marketing yourself, you have to be you. Uh, I experience this with my clients all the time. The second we start being someone else, everyone can feel it, you know, it kind of takes on this used car salesman. Like that's the worst way to describe it, but probably the best way. Cause we've all experienced that on some level. So when you're operating from this point of trends where you hate dancing or you know, maybe you're not even a dancer, you know, that's fine. You can still market yourself in such a wonderful aligned way uh, while also still using trending audio or, you know, just speaking from your heart at times is more impactful than following a trend because you're going to attract your ideal clients. So I find when you can go in with this knowledge of why we do certain things on Instagram, it makes it worth the time and worth the effort. Things like hashtags or if you're feeling this, you know, resistance towards the trends, it's like, well, why would a trend work for me? Why, what trends should I be looking for? I see a lot of entrepreneurs in our space. They do the trends of like all of the influencers and mm -hmm. not really their audience, you know, yes. so it won't help them in any way. So kind of throw all those rules out the door and go in with the intention of thinking about your client. That should always be the first, first goal. Okay. So we have them now maybe they're open to the idea of using Instagram. A lot of businesses or people are used to doing that in-person networking, you know, building that relationship in, per in person. So how can they take those skills that they have that they're really good at, maybe at a local chamber meeting or a networking event, and how do they translate those into the online space and come across authentic? Oh, I love this question. So a lot of it is really just realizing that you're just communicating with people. You're just now communicating with people through a phone. So it's not different. You know, you can still be yourself. You can still add in, you know, your personality or even use things like voice messages. That's what I use all the time in the DMs. So people can hear the inflection in my voice, the warmth when we're talking about something deep you know, maybe even some of the credibility when we're talking about something that has to do with marketing. Um, but when you can add your voice to these conversations, it really just makes you feel like you, you know, and then you can even start to take those conversations off Instagram, which is really the goal, right, to get them further down your funnel um, and hopefully eventually sell them or if not sell them, create a partnership or collaboration in a way that you could reach their audience. So looking at Instagram with all of these opportunities, it's not just about getting the next client. It's so much more than that. It's about building your personal brand. Um, but yeah, really when you think about connecting before you get on to maybe communicate with someone, 
get back into your body, you know, because when we're anxious and we're feeling nervous about something, we might be operating at this chaotic level. Um, and what I do is I might sit there for a minute, take a deep breath, realize that I'm just me. I'm just going to communicate with this person and all the chaos will fall aside. And then you can just be you and really connect with that person and see how you can help each other. Uh, being open to helping people and being of service is also the most best way I've seen to build long-term relationships online, not going right for the sale or making a quick buck. You know, it's so much more than that. We've all had the direct message with the sale as soon as they start following you. And, and I mean, it doesn't work. I, I don't know why people still do it, but I think you had the nail on the head about helping just showing up with that service mentality. And I have actually personally met some amazing people that I will probably never have as a client or do business with, but it's just relationship building and you don't know where those relationships are going to go. So it's the same thing that you're doing locally in your community. It's just building that relationship. So, well, yes. thank you for giving them those first steps to kind of just get, you know, just remember they're showing up as themselves, not this online persona that many people are trying to emulate when they see that influencer culture. And that's another thing. I'm glad you mentioned that because a small business strategy is not the same as an influencer strategy. And, you know, I feel like sometimes that's a huge disconnect with, people as they see the influencers and they think they have to take those strategies. And that's a totally different lane that they're not in. So, okay. Now, so we got them on Instagram. They're talking authentically or they're open to doing that. Now they're like, okay, we have posts, we have stories, we have reels, we have, you know, trending audio. I mean, to a person that hasn't been on Instagram for a long time. And even myself who has been on Instagram, but it's constantly changing. Yeah. Where do you start? Yeah. Great question. I like to say the toe dip always works the best, you know, easier way into this platform. No one, and if you work with anybody, which I'm sure you would say this too, Shelly, is like, you have to be able to ease in to know that you can then stay consistent. So if you go head first and you show up for a week, you won't see a result, right? This is a long-term platform. You're building your personal brand. You know, you have to stay consistent. So finding your groove early on and toe dipping in the stories and try and get on talking, open up about yourself a little bit. That way you can feel it out, feel how it goes. But I always say, you know, when you're talking content, think about what your intention is behind the message that you're sharing, whether you're telling a story, you're sharing a testimonial, maybe you're sharing a personal experience that you know that your clients are also experiencing right now. It's a great marketing tool to, for your marketing purposes is to look at, you know, what conversations are you having internally with your clients now and then applying that online. When you think of a reel, you're really using a reel to reach outside of your audience. You know, you're not reaching your current followers. So a lot of people will do reels when they feel like they need more visibility, right? With their brand, maybe their current followers aren't purchasing from them. And that's probably another issue, which we can address later, you know, but a reel is great for reaching that external audience that hasn't yet been caught in your Instagram funnel. And then a post or a carousel, or maybe another long form video is really just pieces of your funnel that then you can think about, okay, somebody reads this testimonial image, would they feel prompted to reach out to me after if they're struggling with the same topic, you know, 
ask yourself what the intention is behind sharing it and then apply that to whichever, you know, form of content would be best suited for that intention. That's where I see the best results when it comes to something like this. So when we're doing a podcast promotion, we put that on our feed, you know, maybe we'll turn it into a video so it's more interactive. But that is really the goal is just to reach our current followers so that they know a new podcast episode is coming out. We're not trying to reach an external audience with something like that. We want people that are in the funnel to then be pushed further down that funnel. Okay. So I love the way you broke it up and I'm just going to make sure that I summarize so that I'm clear and they're clear. Post and stories are going to be for your current audience. That's who's currently following you and Maybe you can speak into this in a minute, but maybe if you have a little bit of hesitancy, that's a great place to start. That's like a safe place to fail because first of all, stories only last 24 hours and, you know, you can always archive or delete a post if it's something that's, you know, you, you, you may think, okay, I'm not ready for that. But then you go to your reels, which is how you're going to use that for maybe more legion outside of your current funnel. And you're going to use that to expand your audience. So you're looking at your message. Am I growing my current audience or am I speaking to my current audience? Or is this something that I need to do to grow my new audience? Is that the correct summary? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you, would you say that for someone who maybe is just starting out or just getting, maybe I always preach sustainability and is you, you talked about it too, but maybe just reaching out to your current audience first, getting that done, getting that maybe polished up and get, build your confidence by kind of maybe doing it scared and getting into the groove of that before you start to grow and scale your audience by doing the reels and, and everything like that. Yes, I love that. I think that that's a great tactic for people that maybe have never even used social media before. We have to be comfortable in order for it to be natural. And so if you listen to it, she, I feel like you just, and and you and I just talked about a strategy that's not what people are preaching a lot. Everyone's like, you got to do reels, you got to do reels. And, And you do need to do them, but you have to do things in the right order. And so I love how she talked about, you know, Caitlin talked about reels come in the order so that, you know, they are important, but don't just jump on the latest trending bandwagon because that's what everyone online tells you you need to be doing. You need to make sure that it is consistent and intentional and is aligned with your current strategy in your business. And there's intention behind you doing the reel. Um, And then you can jump onto reels because I love reels. They're super fun, but they're definitely that expansion and growth phase. Okay. So another question we get a lot about, asked a lot about is hashtags. Um, Are they a thing? Are they even still relevant? Can you use them like you used to? I get so many questions. Just, I think if you could clear up, first of all, what hashtags are and why you would use them. And then maybe speak into what hashtags look like in today's Instagram world. Yes, yes. So there's actually a lot of new things coming, which we all, I'm sure, are like rolling our eyes, like another new thing, you know? So let's start out with how you said what a hashtag is. A hashtag is really just a place on Instagram specifically where people can actually follow these hashtags. So kind of think of it as a topic. So for example, if you're a health coach, just for the purpose of today's exercise, you probably would hashtag something like wellness, right? Or wellness support. When you add two words to a hashtag, it's then going to make that hashtag even more niche target to your market. 
So the hashtag's purpose is to reach your ideal client. It's actually an amazing opportunity that Instagram has given to us to be able to use these hashtags to reach our markets. So when I talk with my clients about using hashtags, I say, what is the intention behind the post? Are we trying to reach people that could potentially purchase? Mostly it's yes is the answer. So why wouldn't we use any and all opportunity we can to potentially reach those clients? which would be 30 hashtags, which is the max out of hashtags on every post. It's just that your your niche probably won't change, right? So you can reuse those hashtags. I'm not saying reuse all of the same 30 every time, but maybe you have subcategories that you frequently talk about. Then you can pull from those topics so it doesn't feel super heavy every time you're going to post. You already have the research done. So that's the kind of overview of what a hashtag is. And again, people can follow these hashtags. So you end up in their home feed, which is amazing. You're basically literally plastered right in front of their eyeballs, which is impossible to do mainly anywhere else on the internet currently, like social media wise. So that's what makes Instagram very unique to any other target market. So my takeaway from that is if you're going to do all the work to create the content, you want to make sure that you're maximizing the reach of that content and you need to be using your 30 hashtags. Do you also recommend location tagging uh, as far as, especially for local businesses, using that location tag to get to get their visibility up? Yeah, absolutely. Location is huge. I'll share this quick story. When I first started my business, I started to hashtag different counties nearby me. And I actually landed a client just because he follows his local county hashtag. Yeah. So that day he found my post and he hired me on the spot. So the opportunity is endless when you start to expand exactly how you said that intention behind the post and being open to the possibility of if you're using a hashtag, it may totally work for you, right? That's what we want. We want that energy behind it. So take some time and really get into your client's head and think about the hashtags that they would be searching. And, you know, as Caitlin said, batch some hashtags together so that you can get in there and be maximizing the post that you're making because she gave us such great hashtag strategies. Just wanted to add to this. So this is something new coming on Instagram. That's why I wanted to make sure that I got this in for you guys, because this is so juicy. And this actually makes our life so much easier as entrepreneurs. What they're doing on Instagram now, when you go and post a regular post, now you may have access to this, or you may not have access to it yet. As we all know, with music, a few years ago, it was like a nightmare. Everybody wanted music and they didn't have access yet. But what they do is they basically roll it out to a few of accounts that frequently test things when it comes to Instagram. They want to make sure that it works well before they roll it out to all accounts. So right now, they've launched an area where you can choose a topic for each post. Right now, it's not available if you use any type of scheduling app, but you can use it when you're just manually posting onto your page from your phone. And these topics, you can select up to three. They have all different ones beneath like business, entrepreneurship, um, even have health and wellness industries, like yoga studios, really targeted towards your market. And the intention behind this is basically to create Instagram as another Google. 
So oh. when people are searching for businesses, they will now come to Instagram to get their haircut, to get their nails done, to get their next beauty makeup done, right? So that's the whole intention behind this app now. So if we can start to get in front of that too, Ooh. hopefully our businesses will start to trend on some of those topics within the location area. I think your tip just changed a lot of people's lives because I was just thinking about, but even with podcasting, you have an entrepreneurship podcast or you have a you know, health and wellness podcast and it allows you to really put your podcast in front of the people that would be interested in that topic. So whether it's Google or podcasting, it's a great way to make sure that you're narrowing down your niche and you're speaking to that person that is interested in whatever service you or product you're providing. So I'm, that's exciting. You just totally made my day on that yeah. tip, which leads <laughs> me to my last question for you is what are your predictions? And I know these are just predictions, but we always like to know what you think might be coming down the pipe to experts. What are your predictions for 2023? Do you feel like reels are still going to be a thing? Do you feel stories? Give us a, a little bit of insight into your mind and where you think Instagram is going to be going over the next year. Oh, this is such a great question. So obviously that like SEO Google thing that I just explained is absolutely going to launch in 2023, which I think is fantastic. You know, this positions our application now as another Google. So it's a great for us when it comes to business owners. But another thing when it comes to content, I always ask myself, what do I find the most intriguing on these platforms? What am I reading? What am I spending time watching and why am I watching it? When you start to think about every single thing that you consume, of course, it's going to seem really overwhelming when you start to realize how marketed you are in society. But when you can start to think about it like that as a marketer of why am I enjoying this? What about this piece of content? Why did I purchase that through the Facebook ad? You know, like, what was the need behind it? What was the emotion that it conveyed? That is very helpful for me when I think about trends. So a lot of the things like I don't enjoy watching the dancing videos. Like, I don't know why it's just not my thing, you know? <laughs> so I much would rather go on and learn from Instagram. Like I am an educated type of person when it comes to the feed. It's like all educated is what I mean um yes. so it's, you know the next thing about like stocks you know or like how can I learn how to make this new recipe at home like when I say education obviously that's very broad but um just like your clients like you are you have a lot of likes you are multifaceted when it comes to hobbies and there's so many different parts of you so when you start to think about your client like that too, then you realize, oh, we can connect over, you know, being in the same location or watching the same new show that came out. And then it allows Instagram to really feel like that in-person networking when you're just chatting with somebody about, you know, mm. great coffee that you had down the street this morning. Okay. That's so, that's, I love that you talked about the different kind of feeds because I, mine's very aligned with yours. I don't have any, too many dancing videos, but then yeah. I have, I have teen boys and they bring me what they are looking at. And you would not even know that we're in the same Instagram world because their, their Instagram is totally different. So think about your client and their feed's going to be very custom to what they're interested in. So the more you can really think what your client is thinking, saying, feeling, and doing, the more you can align yourself with those topics and trends and even just have the conversations, the water cooler chat, because you you know what's going on 
in those areas. So awesome. Okay. Well, you've given us so much information. I know that these listeners are going to want to know where to find you and how to work more with you. So tell us a little bit about your online communities and how people can work with you. Oh, yes. Yeah. So my Instagram community is my favorite community. (laughs) So definitely hang out with us over there. We take it very seriously, definitely close knit. Um, So, you know, there's no like crazy fraudulent accounts on the Meraki account saying crazy things. It's like a sacred space for us. So that is M-E-R-A-K-I underscore media underscore management on Instagram. We're also on TikTok. We are not as active there. I will be honest. Instagram is really where I like to spend my time. Um, I'm also on Facebook with get get social with Meraki. That's the at sign um, in the URL for our Facebook group. And then we also are very active in the end in mind. So that's a great place to come hang out with us. That community is one of my favorites. And this year we'll hopefully be launching a full community for our end in mind listeners to kind of get off, you know, just listening to us audibly. <laughs> hopefully enjoy. <laughs> join That'll in be and- fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Well, your, your community and these listeners have a lot to look forward to. So definitely I checked out all of her communities and there's so much good information on there you need to hop on we'll have everything linked in the show notes so make sure that you click on those links and go through that so we've we talked about a lot today and I know that some of the listeners may think okay this is great there's so many things here we've educated them I love to empower them and part of them is what is one small tactical or practical step that they could do this week to up their Instagram game or give them some more confidence in their social media. Oh, I love this. Okay. So one of the things about Instagram that we don't realize is that they have so much information and research at our fingertips. So first tip would be if you don't have a business Instagram account, get one, switch your account to a business Instagram account. If you already have that, go in and check out your insights look and see if your insights are aligning with your ideal client. You can look at their age group, their location, and on your insights, if you get out around in there and play around, you can even look at, you know, the best time of day to post based off of when your followers are on Instagram the most. So you're not shooting in the dark. That's under the audience tab, if anybody is interested. But looking at that knowledge and background research that they're already doing naturally for us, will allow you to know if you're reaching that right audience. And if you're not, maybe ask yourself, why am I not talking to myself? You know, am I not talking to that past version of me? Am I coming across too business minded, which I definitely did in the past. (laughs) Being you will actually draw your client in more, you know, just talking about things that you've experienced and who you are will definitely help you push people further down your funnel. Okay. So get your Instagram, get your business account if you don't have one and get into those insights because that information is going to be gold in helping you develop your plan as you're going forward through this year and talking about implementing some of these strategies that we talked about. So, okay. Before we say goodbye, I always ask my question again, we want to leave our audience inspired. So would you share with us what inspires you? Oh yeah. So I did have a first answer on the first part of the the episode. So definitely head over and check that out. But I would say my inspiration nowadays is definitely mindfulness. Mm -hmm. I found like I was totally ignoring that part of me for so long. 
uh, just ignoring like how I felt about things and how my work was making me feel. Uh, so now when I can get back into who I am, it's actually made everything in my business so much easier, even when it comes to marketing, because uh, I'm just following who I am. I'm not listening to anybody else anymore. And that comes from the social media expert herself. Stop listening to other people and figure out who you are. I, I love that because at the end of the day, we're going to build that no like and trust factor with people that we connect with. And I think just that your heart with finding out who you are and leaning into your mindfulness helps you connect with that. And you have to know who you are before you can really go out there into the world and show that side of yourself. So thank you so much for that inspirational tip, because I think that's something that's missing from a lot of people as we go into our business day. So, well, thank you so much for coming, Caitlin. It's been great to have you here. To learn more about Caitlin and how she helps empower businesses just like yours and put themselves out there, click on the links in the show notes. I have everything linked. She's got all of her goodness. So be sure and check out those resources. We would love to hear how this message inspired you today. Hit the link in the show notes and let us know. Send us a quick message. We can't wait to hear about maybe your Instagram game and how it's changed your approach to Instagram. And remember, wherever you are in life or in business, be sure that you keep going. You don't want to stay stuck. You want to keep going and you want to be brave. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you were educated, empowered, or inspired, please follow and leave a review and share this episode with a friend. I want to help you get unstuck in life and business so you can build the life of your dreams. The first step on that journey is learning to calm the chaos and make space for what matters. Get my secret weapon for finding time in your busy life to make good things happen. Just click on the link in the show notes and grab my simple strategies to overcome overwhelm and take back your life. And until next time, remember, don't get stuck, keep going, and be brave.